0: Thank you very much, thank you. It is episode 96 of The Boys of Tech, and it is, of course, Monday morning, 13 December 2010. There are two hosts, I'm one of them. My name is Edwin Herman. The other host is Brett King. Welcome along, Brett. Howdy. Now, Brett, you're allergic to cats. You take antihistamines. I've got a hay fever. I need antihistamines. What do you recommend? Uh, Whatever you want. <laughs> Go
1: to your doctor, because they'll give you a prescription for real cheap stuff.
0: Ah, well, they also give me strong stuff.
1: Well, they'll give you regular sorts of antihistamine.
0: But then you have to pay for your doctor's visit, though. Yeah,
1: yeah. But then you'll get... You could pay 20-odd bucks for 20 pills at the pharmacy. Oh, ouch. Or you could pay, you know, the doctor's fee and then, like, 10 bucks for 50 to 100 pills. So.
0: Ah, <laughs> uh, I might have to do some maths. Yeah, okay, I'll, I'll... Take your advice on that because boy, I've got to do something about this hay fever. Uh, here in the southern hemisphere, it, the pollen's out, it's causing havoc, really. I know a lot of people are affected by hay fever this year.
1: Yeah, I've got hay fever, just spend the morning sneezing. Oh, so you get that <laughs> as
0: well from pollen, not just it's not just cats that you're allergic to. No, no it's it's hay fever, uh, pollen. Yeah, see, I gotta got start taking stuff. I've decided, I for years, I just sort of suffered through suffered yeah that's, that's
1: yeah weird. it's really annoying yeah, it, is. it is
0: and have you tried doing dishes with a drippy nose no <laughs> it, no
1: well d- I, I have done I haven't tried I have done dishes with a, a drippy nose because you never want to be doing dishes and then have to try and wipe your nose and then Ex- put exactly your, yeah a handful of suds on your face.
0: Absolutely. Or it, it, for that matter, <laughs> anything where your hands are wet, like bathing a baby or or yep. something. Uh, yeah. So I, I got to do something about it. I, d- I decided. So I think I'll do the maths, as you say, and uh, whatever comes out cheapest, that's what I'm going to do because I'm, I'm in for the long haul here. Mm, mm. I, I need at least uh, a couple of hundred pills to last me through to start a winter.
1: <laughs> it, indeed. <laughs> well, I do recommend, well, what works for me is one called loratidine.
0: Loretidine.
1: Yep It's a good one And it comes under many brands There are many brands You can buy off-brand ones For quite cheaply Oh, is that Loretadine
0: for- the, the active ingredient? Yeah Oh, okay Right Yeah Right Oh, well, And it works for me. Okay. So we've
1: turned this into the boys of drugs. The boys of The boys, <laughs> the of, boys drugs.
0: of pharmaceuticals. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. Is that my, my cue to move on? All right, we'll do that. We'll, we'll kick off the show. <laughs> Brett, we you know, we've, there's a number of things that have happened. Mostly WikiLeaks has dominated the wires, really. So, Indeed. <laughs> What's new in this week in WikiLeaks? Yeah, exactly. This week in WikiLeaks, isn't it? It's a bit like that. In fact, someone should... Start a podcast, call that. But we could do it yes. if we had more time. So look, let's let's talk a little bit about what's happened. First of all, something we didn't mention last week that I that uh, I guess we could roll into this week was the fact that Julian Assange has prepared this insurance file, if you like. It's basically a whole heap of further leaks, further secret documents. Oh, it's, it's a whole heap of nobody really knows. Yeah, no one really knows, but the claim is, is that there's a whole bunch of extra information that is there and ready to be basically loaded and mm. distributed. Yeah, and it, all, it that just, happen, just... all that has to happen, it's encrypted. All that has to happen is that some of the people who hold the encryption key, and these are the people that Julian Assange has chosen to sort of carry the encryption keys and release them when needed, uh, only, all they need to do is release those encryption keys and then the payload is, is out. Yep. Of course, this puts some of the governments that don't like WikiLeaks... An interesting position, because if this is true, and there's to be honest, there's no reason to believe it's not, you know, mm-hmm. what should the governments do? Should they somehow quietly make Assange go away? In which case, the people who hold the key will then release those keys for the decryption of the payload. Or do the governments, in that case, sit tight and just let things be the way they are?
1: <laughs> well, as we've already seen, nobody's sitting <laughs> idly by and letting things just slide. So, yeah, I think a lot of the governments will just take the the same stand that they take with hostage takers. They do not negotiate.
0: <laughs> Sorry, that so if they choose to do what they need to do to them, it, it could be worse for these governments. I mean, they, we, we, we don't know what's in this pay but it could it, be yeah, far we don't more know what embarrassing than what we've seen so far. But
1: governments always have that brilliant... Th- Standpoint, you know that brilliant fallback of just saying, Well, they're not true,
0: yeah, yeah we deny, the, tr- we deny yeah, the the legality we
1: deny the truthfulness of those documents. It's like all of these documents that Wikileaks has put out there. It's like the vast feeling is that all this stuff is real, but nobody involved is saying whether or not they are. the u s government refuses to comment on the whether or not they're real. <laughs> but everybody is acting on them as if they're real. So,
0: but well, does anyone doubt that? that they're the, the, the real. Does anyone out there actually think? Well, maybe this is all made up.
1: Oh, there will be a. There will be a lot of people who toe the the line of whatever the you know the higher power it tells them is true. They'll believe that.
0: No, but right now, even without the governments coming out and saying no, it's not true. Right now, no one said anything. Do you think there are there people out there that? I don't know, I just assume they are, this, this is true and I don't see why Yeah, what... yeah I,
1: I am of the, I, I will assume that uh, for it to have caused such a ruckus around the world from governments, that these things must be stepping on some factual toes here. But there'll be a lot of people who don't.
0: There'll be people out there
1: who don't believe that this stuff is real, who, who refuse to believe that their government can do wrong.
0: Actually I think you've you've really hit the nail on the head there. The fact that the governments are acting the way they are, that they're so riled up about this, surely that points to only one thing, and that's these files being true. So Yeah. Yeah. What's interesting also I find is what they call the, the Streisand effect. And Mm. it's named after Barbara Streisand, which goes back to a point when some years ago when a photographer took a photo of one of her many uh, luxurious mansions on the coast of, I can't remember where it was actually, it's beautiful, uh, just up Mm -hmm. on a cliff and overlooking the ocean. California. It was a California, was it? Yep. And she and she, she didn't like the idea of that photo being out there on the net, and she did everything she thought she could to try and put a stop to that. <laughs> got out the, the the big guns if you like and, and all that. And guess what the effect was? Quite yeah, the, the opposite. Was,
1: exactly. It made made yeah. want want to this this picture.
0: Exactly. So the the she tried tried to hush it, the the that that people distributed this this said, said, hey, look look at Streisand's house, simply of it was was kind of like, well, if of like, well, to you it going to of it make the most us make the of it while it's of it while same out. happened with WikiLeaks. There happened with WikiLeaks. There you not, I of mirror sites that have just popped up everywhere.
1: Yeah, yeah, they, they are doing a
0: concerted effort, Wikileaks,
1: is, to, to establish as many mirror sites as possible.
0: Do you know what, Brett? This is almost like war, don't you think? Well, it's, it's almost like a war on the uh, internet. Yeah, I would be hesitant to call
1: it a war. It is more of. Oh, what do we
0: call it? A game, then? A challenge.
1: Well, like yeah, it is. It is very much like a chess game, but then so is war. So I guess your original analogy does actually fit. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm hesitant to, always, to ever use that W word because anybody will jump on it, and suddenly something which oh, it's really overused. is a, yeah, yeah something which yeah. is a T yeah it'll create mountains out of molehills. It will have ripple on effects. Well, as yeah, soon as you bring right, in the point, W but word. Call it what you will. There is obviously,
0: you know, everyone is, there's, it seems to me that there's a lot of governments trying to, and not just governments for that matter, there are people that also disagree with what has happened and are trying yeah. to shut this thing down and... Hush it up and, and say, This is bad. We don't need this stuff being opened up. And then there's the other side trying to do everything they trying can. Trying desperately against to, it, to yeah, promote to transparency,
1: pr- promote the, the freedom of information, the freedom of knowing what it is that your government, the government that you elected, that controls the country that you live in, that you're supposed to have a say in, is actually doing. One thing I noticed when I was reading the paper this morning was New Zealand mentions in the the Cablegate leaks from WikiLeaks and the disparity between what is mentioned in those and what has been reported by the agencies mentioned in those. For instance, when New Zealand implemented the Nuclear Free Brand which stops nuclear-powered and nuclear-carrying vessels from entering New Zealand waters, the American government has been strongly trying to get that overturned. And at the establishment of that ban, there was a big break-off, a big cooling of the relationships between New Zealand intelligence agencies and US intelligence agencies. But once our, our current government came into power, There was a re-establishment of a relationship between those two groups, and it was reported in the New Zealand annual reports of our intelligence agencies that the establishment was all for New Zealand national security interests. That was all that the re-establishment was for. But what's been reported in these leaked cables from the American ambassador to New Zealand is that the level of interaction and establishment of these links, again, is of a much higher level than what has been stated by new zealand intelligence agencies so it is very interesting because this is stuff that if this is true and as we've been saying the the level of jumping on the bandwagon the governments are doing to suppress this stuff kind of alludes to a truthfulness to it then it does show that governments are saying they're doing one thing but are really doing a different thing so you can really feel for the people who Want that transparency, that seeing the freedom of information. Want to know that what their government is saying is actually the truth.
0: Absolutely. And another one that comes to mind also is about the Chinese hacking of Google. Mm. Because again, that, that there's in fact, you know, I've read about or oh, probably about a dozen in the last week of little snippets of information that have come out that we hadn't previously known, but because of this WikiLeaks leak is now known, so this Chinese one. It turns out that the uh, the Chinese were in fact behind the hacking of Google. Yeah, and it was all politically motivated. It was nothing to do with the search engine dominance and the threat to Baidu, which is Ch- uh, China's leading search engine. Nothing to do with mm. that. It was all politically motivated. Mm. So these things are coming out now. Yeah, yeah, and it's. it's the tons
1: of these little stories uh, are popping up. I mentioned one last week about Gaddafi and the cable saying that he never went anywhere except with this particular nurse. So <laughs> there are these little ones all over the place that have put people on edge, put governments on edge just to, you know, and the public on edge as to are these things real are these things true is this really what these people are doing or what these people are thinking and this is completely different from what what is being reported or what is being talked about in in an open public environment so it's making people feel really uneasy with their governments it's making people feel really uneasy with the way things are going but you be are naive, but but you'd
0: have to be naive to to think that governments wouldn't Say one thing and do another, surely. I mean, every, all governments are like this.
1: Well yes, but to a certain extent, you expect the, the outward face to be at least somewhat legitimate.
0: Yeah, I, I guess it's more uh, about yeah. and I guess what detail, we're talking once the about, details are out. We
1: don't expect the, we don't expect our governments to tell us everything. But we don't expect our governments to lie blatantly to us. And that's what these some of these cables and things are actually showing up. They're showing up actual lies they're not showing up omissions of
0: truth they're showing up lies i'm still blown away by the number of mirror sites out there absolutely this is it's phenomenal and yeah. you, you know what, regardless of your uh, position on the issue it really shows the power of the internet and the power of the people yeah it's it, it really incredible doesn't. how many mirror sites are out there now oh, i i haven't checked. Um, you can oh, go to it that was in you. the hundreds oh, sure mm. when i last looked and also, don't forget, there are a bunch of services that are being disrupted by denial of service attacks because they cut services to WikiLeaks. So these yeah, are, they, it's they believed are. to be pro-Wikileaks people yeah. initiating DDoS attacks against those services. One example is like MasterCard. They're refusing to process payments for WikiLeaks. And so uh, now people are attacking MasterCard.
1: Yeah, yeah. And it's, it's a very well-coordinated effort by a group called Anonymous that have been doing this and they've been signing people up to, you know, an opt-in botnets.
0: Yeah, you can actually, I think... You
1: download a piece of software and it will turn your machine into a member of a botnet, which is controlled by this Anonymous group.
0: Yeah, that's right.
1: Yeah, it's 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 an odd situation because it's it's a it's a double-edged sword here. Because on one side you are you know you're supporting WikiLeaks, you're supporting the freedom of the internet, the freedom of information. On the other side, you're personally opening up your computer to be used maliciously by anybody in that anonymous group who decides that. Hey, wait a minute you know what, I've got this huge botnet. Why don't I use it for my own purposes for this one time here? Yeah, but it's also more dangerous than that
0: as well. It's more dangerous than that as well because you're effectively legitimizing the attack of these services like MasterCard and legal experts have actually warned against doing that. Oh, precisely because... Do not do this because... DDoSing
1: is illegal in the majority of countries that have laws and policies on internet-related activities. And by... Signing up by knowledgeably signing up to become part of a botnet, you are opening yourself up to a whole oh, yes. legal can of uh, can of worms. Absolutely, <laughs> a whole set of legal recourses that the government that these organisations can take against you. So be
0: careful out there.
1: Also, it was kind of annoying because I actually was trying to do credit card purchases over the internet <laughs> on the weekend.
0: Oh, were you? And it was failing. Mm. Oh, right. Okay. Yeah, well, see, we're all affected by it, really, you know. So anyway, it, it, this is kind of why I guess I said war before, you know, because people really, it, it is to me, it's like, you know, people are attacking WikiLeaks and supporters of WikiLeaks are attacking people who are attacking WikiLeaks. Mm. Um, attacking might not be the, the right word, uh, but certainly, you know, they're the cutting those like MasterCard and so on and, and uh, what was it? Yeah. Easy, Easy yeah. DNS, was it? Are, are cutting services to, to WikiLeaks.
1: Mm, And then these, uh, what they've called hacktivists, (laughs) politically motivated hackers.
0: Now, I wonder when that's going to enter the OED, the Oxford English Dictionary, hacktivists. hacktivists, Oh dear. Unless it already exists.
1: Another portmanteau word to turn up in our dictionaries. But they themselves have, well, you know, a representative of the group have said that they are now going to switch to other alternative methods than just DDoSing to to get their message out, to get these people, to, to get these companies to rethink their <laughs> dissing of WikiLeaks.
0: By the way, I, I just had a quick check. Uh, hacktivist is in the Oxford English Dictionary. It's a noun. It's uh, first recorded use in 1995 at the Village Voice, New York. Yeah. says says, uh, and the quote is there, about 300 queers descended on the park at the behest of a local computer hacktivist. Yeah, so it is in the dictionary already. Mm. <laughs> oh, I didn't know that. Anyway, Brett, have you also heard about the OpenLeaks site? OpenLeaks? No. Right, OpenLeaks is, is... Well, maybe is, I
1: have, I just don't recall it.
0: Well, <laughs> OpenLeaks is, uh, is a kind of a spin-off, if you like, from WikiLeaks. It was founded by a bunch of WikiLeaks volunteers who didn't really like the direction that Wikileaks was taking. More importantly, didn't like the way that Julian Assange ran the ship, the way he vetted information as to what got published and what didn't get published. and his yeah, kind of authoritarian as, a, stance. as the
1: overall master editor.
0: Yeah, exactly. They didn't like that. So they've created Open Leaks now. This is kind of a spin-off. And what they're vowing to do is uh, they're going to do things differently there. They're not going to choose to publish stuff. They're going to allow, basically, have it as a conduit for leakers, if you like, people with information to publish things themselves. So you go to the <laughs> site, you publish it through that service. There's no censorship whatsoever. It just oh, goes out.
1: Oh, 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 oh!
0: You don't like that? You think no, I.
1: It's this. I don't see it working. I don't see it working at all. Yeah, but surely it's, it will. It's, it's the, the same it's reason that Wikipedia than, has editors. Oh, I think they'll be just a bunch opened of... it up you just make yeah, crap up. right yeah it's like open leaks oh i really don't like this person so what i'm going to do is i'm going to quickly Whip up some nasty some, story yes yeah, yeah. nasty stories about this person stick it up anonymously on open leaks and bada bang oh and not some just people i mean
0: you know organisations i don't like this organisation i don't like this government i don't like this leader exactly. i don't Competing like this.
1: companies putting yeah, up exactly. things about each other saying oh, this leaks uh, private memo from the ceo of blah 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 he's been doing naughty things on the internet it's Or (laughs) this this company is testing on animals. This company is tested on people. Yeah, it's without having some proper editorial oversight to see this sort of stuff through, then you open it up to just full of the random internet cruft that appears.
0: Yeah, I hadn't thought of that. I I knew knew we had you on the show for a good reason. That's exactly why we have you on the show.
1: (laughs) That is why you don't, that is why that sort of thing would never work. Sure, you might have some legitimate things appear in there, but they would be so overcrowded by the absolute drivel. That would be posted as leaks, made up stories by somebody who was has a, an axe to grind against something, that they wouldn't get seen. That yeah. is why having an editorial oversight, that is why WikiLeaks actually works. You have to have editorial oversight. That's why Wikipedia works. There are editors. There are, sure, there might be volunteer editors volunteering their time, but they are still people with an oversight, still people fact-checking. These different things. It's not just opening it up to any person with a grudge.
0: Yeah, well, well, analysed, Brett. I think I think you're right on the money there. Now I want to round off the episode with one last story. Is it's it about th- WikiLeaks? Th- uh, no, actually, this is our <laughs> one and only story. That's not. Well, just, ho <laughs> Yeah, just to give a bit of variety, you know. Uh, <laughs> it's about a vast. Now they noticed that. I mean, they do security stuff, bit right. Uh, Yeah, antivirus. Antivirus and uh, malware protection and so on. Endpoint protection is the name. So they noticed that a license for its software that it sold to a 14-user firm in Arizona was distributed online on the P2P networks. And so what they norm, what most companies do in this situation is they try to shut it down, right? They oh, try yeah. It'd
1: be like, oh, delete that license, contact the firm and say, hey, somebody leaked your license key. Here's a new license key. <laughs> you better buck up your security.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> ironic, isn't it? So anyway, instead of doing that, though, they thought, no, we won't do that. What we're going to do is watch what happens and how far this gets distributed. And it's now exceeded 750,000. In fact, it's, it's up near 770,000. Mm. and so what their approach is now this is the interesting part this is the key to the story is that rather than now shutting it down by disabling that license what they're doing is they're, they're having a message pop up offering those people who downloaded it illegally to upgrade for a nominal fee mm-hmm. I don't know if they said what the fee is but imagine if it was like you know $10 or something Yeah. and you yeah. know imagine if you know you've illegally downloaded this and it's been working for a little bit and suddenly it says hi oh, we noticed that uh, this license has yes, been we know
1: shared he, he, or something. You're using a, a, a an illegal license. Yeah. Would
0: you like to upgrade for ten dollars? I mean, you know, and become legit. You you might go. Well, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, I might do that. Mm. And imagine, you know, I guess what what I'm saying here is, imagine the revenue generated from this using this approach. Indeed, it's
1: it's a revenue stream that they would not originally have had because these are people who went and got a the, the pirated thing. But it's not saying that you know it's it's offering you a, a link to either upgrade to a paid-for version, a legitimate paid-for version, or to get the free version of AdVast software. Because AdVast does offer free antivirus software as well. So,
0: I think this company gets it, you know what I mean? I think it, it, yeah. it, it gets it. They get the internet. They get the way things work. They They know what to do. Yeah, yeah. And you see it's, so many firms that just don't get it and try and... You know, shut down and censor, and I mean, you know, we talked about that just before with the uh, with WikiLeaks and also with the uh, with, in fact, you know, the Streisand the Effect, effect that yeah. we described. You know, this company gets it. Mm. Very smart.
1: Very smart indeed. And it didn't take long, really. You know, when you think of the, the the scheme of things for it to breach the three quarters of a million users of this single license. <laughs> it only took them what a year and a half.
0: Is that right, to reach 750? Yeah. Yeah, that's, uh, that's pretty quick, <laughs> isn't it? Yes. Oh, hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I thought that would be our last story just to round it out. Nice uh, little twist there at the end. Brett, mm. is there anything else you want to add to the show? Oh, uh, no. Nope. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. After this, I'm going to go straight to the pharmacy and get myself some antihistamines. <laughs> all right, Brett, that's episode 96 all wrapped up. Okey-dokey. Brett, thank you very much. You're a wonderful co-host. Always a pleasure, Ed. It's been a wonderful show. And thank you to the listeners. Uh, check out our website too, boysoftech.com. All past the episodes are there. You can also leave comments against them. And if you really like the show, just click the thumbs up icon to give us an extra star. That'd be awesome. Until next week, have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.